welcome to Grills and Heels with your hosts, Tristy Lynn and Rebecca Skye. Each week, we talk about topics that span a variety of issues that we feel are important. This podcast is for adults only. You should be at least 18 years old to follow us on this journey. So kiddos, stop listening and go grab your parents. This podcast is for them. Rebecca Scott and I'm Tristan Lynn. Welcome to Grills and Hills. This is a place where we talk about raw, edgy, and straight up real topics. This week, we're in for another treat. On this episode, we will cover self care, the importance of being selfish. I like it. Not all the way selfish, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so when we talk about self-care, let's talk about what it what self-care actually means to us. Well, basically is when you're when you are flying solo, it's more important than ever to make sure yourself is a priority. Um, what is self-care? People ask that all the time. It's a new hot buzzword, like hashtag self-care. But like what does it really mean? So all definitions that we do here, people. Well, listen, we're not Webster. We're not going to give those to you. Not going to give it to you. No, we're going to give you the Trissy Lynn, Rebecca Scott version. Yes, that's okay. the most important to us because we're self, selfish people. I love it. I like that. I like that. We're selfish. Um, so what is self-care? Self-care is making yourself a priority and focusing on developing your self-worth, learning when to just let that shit go and allowing yourself to truly be happy. Who the fuck doesn't want to do that shit? Right. Like we're too old not to be happy at this point in our life. Way too old. And I feel that everything you do should be about yourself. And so I tend to agree with you. Like at some point you have to say, okay, bitch, you grown. Boy, you grown. Grown man, you're grown. You need to make sure that you're doing what is best for you. I think so much, Becca, People want to make you feel guilty for wanting to do good by yourself or wanting to really focus on yourself. Yeah. And I talked about it briefly in a couple episodes back about the difference between um, selfishness Mm -hmm. and self-centered. I think Mm. it's okay for everyone to be selfish at some point in their life because at the end of the day, you are only going to be concerned or responsible for yourself. So it's okay to be selfish. Um, but then there's self-centered. It's not okay to be self-centered. To me, selfishness is concerning primarily with your own personal pleasure. That's selfishness. Mm-hmm. And that's okay to be concerned with your own personal pleasure because if you don't know how to please yourself, how to make yourself happy, how to fucking wake up in the morning and say, smile, bitch, nobody else is going to do it. <laughs> Sorry. Nobody else is going to do it. <laughs> so it's okay to be selfish. Mm-hmm. But to be self-centered is feeling like the world will revolves around you. Like you are the center of everyone's life. That's not okay. I, to me, that's that, that's not okay. You're asking someone to come out of their world to just revolve around you and only think about you. I don't, I don't think selfishness 
takes away from anyone. Okay, this is what I think, right? I feel like when you're in a relationship, like I think we've been taught at some points that like selfishness is the opposite of love and this and that. True. What I feel like what we're talking about is when you need to take the time and really focus on making yourself better. I think we've all been in a situation, especially like I know for myself when I was married, I was really bad about this like not taking myself to the hair salon, not getting my nails done when I wanted, not going to get a massage, not doing certain things that it, it would take time away from the person I was with. But maybe if I had done that, I would have been in a happier space. Yes. I would have been a better version of myself. And maybe I wouldn't have been there as long as I was being, you know, taken advantage of. I, I get it. I felt the same way. But I yeah. think in my scenario it was I was being told again that that was selfish like you know getting your hair done you could be doing something else so that money could be spent on something else on what on me yeah yeah, money can be spent on me. It was a more of a guilt trip for me taking yeah. care of myself than anything. Like anytime it was geared towards me, if I had to go get my hair done, it would be, oh, you took too long. Get your nose done. Oh, you know, we're starving at the house. A bitch, you can cook. Like, yeah. it was always, it always made me feel like I was putting my family in jeopardy because I want to take care of myself. I, and I hate that guilt. You know what's funny it. about like guys, you ever notice they don't sacrifice going to get a haircut. You know like, what? They never sacrifice that. Like, we'll That's sacrifice true. not going to the salon and we'll do our own hair. And like, you know, I, I know how to straighten this hair when I want to. Like, I'm natural. <laughs> but I know how to straighten this hair and do what I need to do. But I like the experience of the salon. I like the experience of somebody, you know, fawning over me. And the thing about it is, I don't need somebody fawning on over me every single day of my life. But do I enjoy after a long week of work, after, you know, a month of just like going so hard in the paint with something, do I enjoy taking some fucking time for my goddamn self and not being around anybody and their goddamn issues? Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell y'all another piece of self-care. Don't be a dumping ground, baby girls and baby boy. Do not be a dumping ground because sometimes I feel like as people, woman or man, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're like the good friend with the good advice or right. the good ear. Right. So you got to hear yourself. So now I'm not just carrying all my shit. I got my home girl, her cousin, they baby daddy. We got all they shit too. And sometimes you got to like kind of watch yourself on that. My mom always used to tell me, she's like, girl, don't, don't be a dumpster. Don't let everybody dump. And so you got to, got to watch that. But I think when you get into that mode of a little bit of selfishness, you can really focus on the things that you that make you happy the things that make you feel like you know what right now I'm shining right now you know I'm gonna take this hour and a half and I'm going to go sit in a nail shop and I'm gonna let these nice people who may not be from this country rub on my toes and and do my pretty nails like I like it I like going to the, uh, what is that? The boutique and the people bring me clothes. It make me feel rich and fancy. Now, I may not buy nothing, <laughs> but I felt rich and fancy for that moment. It's just, it made me feel rich and fancy. Rich and fancy. I love to feel rich and fancy. It's very tawdry. Okay. Uh, there, okay. Tawdry has been her word of the day. I didn't know what that meant until she told me. If you, what does tawdry mean? Tawdry means when something is kind of like gaudy, but cheap. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so good though. Like it's a good old school word. I said it this morning to coach and he was just like, what is that? He was like, oh, I'm going to use that. I'm going to start calling people tawdry all day. Like, you know, that's a tawdry bill. I said, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that to people. Don't do that to people. So that's the word of the day. Hashtag tawdry. Oh my God. That's she- the only hashtag of the day is hashtag tawdry. Oh, okay. Okay. Keep that up. Okay. <laughs> so, so we talked about self-care. So let's talk about some ways you can actually take care of yourself and do this self-care thing. Okay. All right. So let's say one way you can um, you can take care of yourself is being okay with where you are right now. With that, that means you're single or you're married or whatever the case may be. You at your, you at your point in your life where you are. You have to be okay with whatever point you're in. Because if you're not okay with whatever point you're in, you're going to always feel down. You're going to always feel like you're missing something. You're all, you're going to mm. always feel like something's empty. But sometimes we need to be okay with what we have. You woke up in the morning. That's a blessing. You got a roof over your head. That's another blessing. You know, you got clothes on your back. You got running water. You got things like that. That's a blessing. And you should be okay with that. Now, everything else might not be. You might not have the nicest shoes or the most fanciest clothes. You might have tawdry clothes. But (laughs) be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You just got to be okay with where you are right now because you're growing, especially after a relationship breakup or, you know, yeah. after something, something is not, go- life is throwing you a freaking curveball. After you gather yourself and you become one with your emotions and everything all over again, you have to be like, okay, I'm breathing. I'm fine. I'm okay with where I'm at. I'm okay with my house. I'm okay with my apartment. Hell, I'm okay with my studio motel room, whatever the case yeah. may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be okay with it. So you you're not always feeling like there's something else out there. There's something else. There's something more. I think whenever you feel like there's something more and you're never happy with what you are, you're, you're never happy with life. Nothing's ever going to satisfy you. You know, and I also think when you talk about being okay where you are, where you are right now, what I think is important about that is it feels like once you are okay with something, then growth comes somewhere. Oh, yes. Like, yes. it's crazy. Like, even when you're you're like, oh, I'm going to start this weight loss journey. You're just like, oh, I hate myself. I look horrible. I'm this, I'm that. The day that you said, you know what? I'm going to love all this lusciousness. I'm going <laughs> to look in the mirror with my chunks and my rolls and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But then you said, you know what? Today I choose to be better and I'm thankful that I can breathe and I'm thankful that I can pull something, on, on, a nice uh, suck-in uh, garment to make me look sexy. Whatever you got to do. A little spank. A little spank. There you go, a little spank. <laughs> Whatever you have to do to make yourself feel better but you have to talk yourself into that but you really got to believe it because if you look around to everybody else around you where well, they got this they got this they got that you have no idea what it takes to keep that house looking like that you have no idea the whole grass is green on the other side i really believe when people say grass is green where you water it no grass is green where you Monitor where you monitor it, where you grow it, where you're focused on it and not yeah. the neighbor's grass. Right. You water it, you mow the lawn. You ever seen somebody really take care of grass and like they're real crazy and they got the prettiest lawn? Yes. They doing a lot. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I think we pe- we see people like on social media and we're like, oh my God, their relationship goes. Let me tell you something. I was in a relationship that everybody thought, oh my God, relationship goals. It was totally 
total bullshit. It was a house of cards that I participated in because I'm like, oh my God, but my ex was really big on social media. So I look at that like that is like, I wasn't okay where, where I was then. He wasn't, clearly wasn't okay where he was. But when I walked away, I was okay where I was. I never once felt like, oh, I failed, like it's over, like, oh my God, like I, I'm in an apartment by myself. No, baby. I felt like, honey, I got me a cute little spot. It's just me. Nobody. <laughs> so cute. Thank you. Thank you. It doesn't, you know, have people's shoes on my bath mats. That's big. I probably said that before. You did. That I really, really, that, that really touched that you, That is didn't. a huge pet peeve. Like, gentlemen, take your shoes. Off. <laughs> a nice lady invites you into your home and you got to tinkle. Take your shoes off and put the toilet seat down. That's all I got to say about that. Be happy, okay, where you are right now. <laughs> because you can move up. You can. If you're okay with where you are, you'll keep striving to be better. Like, I think that helps you to get better, to get better, to get better. You just set new goals. I don't, to me, Ooh, it's, not, that's good. it's not about improving or it's not about that because to me, being okay where you are is like if something else comes along, then then I'm even happier. Yeah. I'm not trying to go out and look for it. But that that also sets for setting goals for yourself, too. Mm-hmm. That's Once good. you're okay where you are, you can't be stuck. You know, mm-hmm. you have to set goals for yourself to grow. You got to have that growth. Otherwise, we'll be 40 years old thinking like we're 20 and we don't want that. Shots fired. You know what's funny about that, uh, Rebecca Sky? I think goal setting is so important just in life and I do stuff that's like okay this is my goal for 2019 I don't do resolutions I do goals for 2019 and my I'll tell you my goals for this year was like to love every person that loves me without restraint. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Okay, that's one. Love everybody. I'm not talking about relationship. I'm talking about my mom, my sister, my best friend. If if I have a wonderful boyfriend, him, if, you know, somebody else comes in my life, you know, if I work with kids, whatever, whatever you do, love the people that love you without restraint. That means you don't contain your love. You give them all you got. The second thing was to travel more than I did last year. And I went quite a few places, so I have to do a lot. Um, And then the third thing was to do my best to get a better job. But that doesn't mean I show up at my job now and be shitty. Yeah, and don't be be mad at your job. No. Yeah. I love that my job pays me every two weeks and I can pay the light bill <laughs> and the water bill <laughs> and the food bill. Like, is that a, a grocery bill maybe? I don't know what it's called. Bill. Is that a food bill? I don't know. I eat a lot. Whatever. Um. So that's, that's when, when we say be okay with where we're where you are we're not saying be complacent complacency is not what we're talking about no. like oh you're oh i'm good i'm okay but you never grow because once you get stagnant in life baby nobody's gonna want you no no it's, it's being kind of complacent annoying. is to me being complacent is boring yeah. It's, it's a safe route but it's boring like i don't think anyone who's complacent is happy I think I they're just sailing through life. It's like they're on autopilot and it's just, they just do what they do just to not ruffle feathers and just not do anything. 
I just want to live loud. <laughs> you are very loud. But I want to live loud. Like my voice is loud, but I want to live loud. I want my life to be a blueprint for somebody to be like, man, when I grow up, I want to travel like that. Or I want to be a good friend like that. Or I want to love somebody like that. I want my life to be loud. Yeah, it's loud. <laughs> 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 okay, so the first step or the first way we can actually take care of yourself is to be okay where you are. Mm-hmm. The next thing I think, um, and when it comes to self care, is getting to know yourself on a deeper level. So, like, I'm gonna go back to me. Mm-hmm. I was so, I guess, stuck where I was throughout my whole marriage that I forgot who I was for 13 years. I, I didn't really. I was. I was just mom or I was just wife. I forgot that I was woman. I forgot mm. that I was young, independent, attractive black woman. You Get know, it. I forgot that. I just, I, every day I woke up, I was, how I'm going to make the kids happy? How I'm going to make him happy? It was always something. So I lost myself. So when my divorce happened, I had to reconnect with myself on a deeper level. And that's when meditation came in for me. Mm-hmm. And I had to meditate 20 minutes. It was my goal for 30 days, meditate 20 minutes every single night. I connected with myself. I got to know myself. I got to, when I finally sat down and allowed my thoughts to finally flow through my head and actually listen to myself, I got to know what's going to make me happy. I got to know how this would make me feel. I got to know what I was feeling at the time. I got to process my emotions and process my feelings. And I got to know, I got to reconnect with myself who I once was. So it was, it was great to me on getting to know myself on a deeper level because now I know that I expect this from you if you come in my life mm-hmm. because I know myself. I'm not in my younger years where it's like, oh, yeah, you're so cute. You do whatever you want to me because I want you to love me. Now it's like, fuck you. Either you do this or you don't do it. If you don't do it, fuck you. It's like, seriously, like you, if you can't match me right here, I don't want to have nothing to do with you. And you know what's funny about getting to know yourself on a deeper level? It's like things that truly make you happy. That's what I think about when I hear that. Getting to know yourself on a deeper level is what makes me happy, right? Mm -hmm. What makes me smile? What makes me like, what are my different levels and moves? Because I know I have them. And like, sometimes I'm like, I'm so excited. And then sometimes I am the most chill person. I can be in a room with somebody and we don't have to speak. Yeah. We can just be and I need to know that I can be with somebody who gets me on that level, but I had to like listen to myself and really understand that about me since I was single for so long before I got married. I think I really knew who I was. I just lost myself, so I had to reconnect with myself and I changed up a little bit. And so now, I used to really not try to hurt people's feelings as outspoken as I am. I really really used to try not to hurt people's feelings and I was like hold back, not say certain things. Now I don't give a shit. So on my deeper level, <laughs> I found my, I don't give a fuck. Okay. It that was buddy. deep down. It was deep down. I pulled it to the surface. So try me if you want to. You gonna catch this. I don't give a fuck. 
Oh, but that brings it to another step. Another thing about self-care is getting in touch with your emotions. Oh, man. Get in touch with your emotions. Oh, my. Once you're by yourself and you have to feel yourself and get deeper with yourself, you're going to come up with some oh, a whole lot of emotions. Yeah. A whole lot of what the fuck was I thinking? Or what the fuck? It's a whole bunch of what the fucks is going to be coming out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, what, what the fuck did I do to deserve this? Or what the fuck did I lose by sitting here for so long letting someone else dictate my life and that is what the one thing uh, that I lost because I let somebody else dictate my life for so fucking long Uh I was emotionless besides sad I was sad most of my marriage because that's the only emotions I could have actually shown and are sad or angry (laughs) <laughs> those are two emotions I was rarely I, I would pretend to be happy but I really wasn't happy yeah. so afterwards I had to get in touch with my emotions I had to get in touch with what makes me happy what makes me sad what pisses me off and connect with that when I was getting back into um, the relationship just like I'd say Bear for example when we first started talking it was a whole bunch of self-reflection like he would say something and I know it would be a trigger for me like ugh it would make me think oh that other fuck face did some stupid shit like that. It'll make me think about fuckface. And um, did I call him fuckface? Social fuck. Oh, I call him fuckface. Let me think about fuckface. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, but I had to tell myself he is not fuckface. No. He did not grow up like fuckface. I had to check myself basically check my emotions like you're getting angry for something like you get angry at him for something he didn't do you know he can can come from a genuine place fuckface didn't but he came from a genuine place so it's not the same so i have to really check myself into knowing that this is what you're feeling is a feeling but you need to work through it you know do what you gotta do to work through this feeling and understand your emotions i do a lot of that i'm just thinking about that right now it was so fucking much because after being single for after being single for so long after a fucked up relationship, I had a whole bunch of soul searching I had to do. And I didn't even realize how much I've changed until somebody else came into my space. Mm-hmm. Then that really challenged me. Mm-hmm. It really challenged me to be like, okay, you've been single for so long, but are you really ready for this? Are you really ready for be to be raw? Are you really ready for someone to call you out on your shit? Because when you're single, no one's calling you out on your shit. Because you just walk away. Yeah. You'd be like, fuck you, I'm out. (laughs) But when you add someone else into your space, you got to really take consideration of them and get to know yourself so you don't take shit out on them. Now, you know what's interesting about what you said? You said you allowed somebody else to dictate what um, you did for so long. And I agree. Like, um, I ran a business with a fuck nigga. And basically what happened was... My whole life, every single day of my life with him was pretty much, it was something that I had to do. And when I got to be by myself and I got to get in touch with my emotions, what I really realized was I like to free like free flow, like I, my spirit animal is a butterfly, right? Just the gracefulness of it, the the free spirit that flows. That's who I am. Like I am a nomad. Like I am not like the, you know, digging roots and go. Not with relationships, but with like where I go places and things like that. So it was a very like stagnant place for me, I'm going to say. But I'm going to tell you on the next, the next thing you could do when you're uh, working on self-care is do whatever 
whatever you want, no one can tell you otherwise. When I tell you when you've been in a, an oppressive environment. Oppressive, that's what it is called. Oppressive. Oppressive yes. environment where you feel like you are smothered or drowning or every single thing you do is questioned yeah. and this and that. Criticized. It's yeah. criticized, especially criticized when you're in an environment where emotional or physical abuse is happening. Everything you do is never good enough and everything you want is never, it's just too much. It's over the top. It's really bad. So when I got to take some months and I just got to do what the fuck I wanted to to do wake up go to brunch wake up go to the gym lay down take a nap watch a movie netflix and chill by my damn self (laughs) it was so invigorating like it was life altering so when you're doing the self-care bit trust me guys and we're what we're talking about is not just when you get divorced when you're this is all the time. Yeah. Like this is, if you have, you're in a healthy relationship. We're talking healthy. A healthy relationship. You still need to do these things. Yes. yes. You still need to be okay with where you are. You still do what you want. No one can tell you otherwise. The person that's going to love you for you is going to understand sometimes you might need to just go. I'm not saying go fuck nobody else. <laughs> if you are in a committed relationship. You are going to have to somebody that loves you and wants you and, and all those things and you're not trying to go cheat on them. But you still need to be able to call your own shots. But if some to me, that person who loves you, you're in a relationship with a healthy relationship and that person loves you, they want you to take care of yourself. They're going to oh be like, babe, go get your hair done. Babe, go get your nails done. Okay, I got babe. a story. I got a story. I know I talk about the coach, but I got a story. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you the biggest difference in relationship from fuck nigga to coach. Fuck nigga, always oppressive. Don't want this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do that. On the other hand, I have a coach who is my biggest cheerleader. Like, I'm like, oh, dang. I was in San Diego. It's a cute story. I was in San Diego. I had a work thing. It was amazing. I got a couple of days away. And so I was like, oh, my God, I broke my nail. Like, I was just really tripping. So he goes... Okay, I'm going to send you money. Go go get your nails done. And I was like, uh, no, don't do that. Because why? I'm super independent and I got a problem. Oh, Lord, let that man love you. And so he's like, oh, okay, that's cute. He literally puts me on hold and transfers me money and was like, go find a nail shop and get your nails done. He was like, I know how much you like that. I know how much it makes you feel happy to just go get your nails done. Go get your nails done. And that in itself, it seems small probably to somebody who is treated well all of the time. But when you were not, what happens is that becomes the small, sweet things that somebody do to make you happy or somebody does to make you happy those things really carry a lot of weight yeah so I'm sorry I just had to say that because I don't want you guys to think we're like oh you're single no single dating married whatever healthy relationship or not you still need to self-care And you need to make sure your partner is having some self-care. Be a good partner. Be a good life partner. Yes, yes. Remind your partner that they are... They are, they are worthy of everything yes. they need. They yes. are worthy. Be that, fill that cup 
You be yes. the cup filler sometimes. Yeah. Fill that cup. And they need that. To yeah. tell them that, you know, you, the reasons why you love them, to let them go out and be with their friends or be by themselves or do whatever. And once you're in a relationship, I think it's your responsibility to also pour yourself into that person. Yeah. That's got got to make sure that does. But before you do all that, before you can even enter into a relationship with anybody, I think you should also fall in love with yourself first. I think once you start doing the self-care steps and you start figuring out who you are, you connecting with yourself deeper, you're okay with where you are, uh, you're in touch with your emotions and you doing whatever you want, you get to say, oh, now I remember who I am or now I'm seeing who I am. I'm going to fall in love with myself because loving yourself is key here. So love yourself in every way you know how. This can be anything from taking yourself physically to get a haircut or giving yourself a massage, dancing, doing yoga, sitting in meditation or giving yourself time to read a good book. The important thing is to get to know yourself and make sure yourself feels loved. You know, because if you don't love yourself, how the fuck is somebody else going to love you? Because it's sick. Let me tell you, when you don't love yourself and somebody else like adores you, what ends up happening is you use them. Mm. You use them for your self-esteem. The word self-esteem starts with self. That's how you feel about you. That's how you esteem or you reverence yourself. Nobody should be able to kill your esteem or add to your esteem. You should be the one that that's motivating. Sometimes, let me tell you, put on some, a nice outfit. Yeah. Do your hair. Stand in the mirror. I heard Jennifer Lewis, I think the, the one who always played people black. Um, Jennifer I Lewis. She said she gets dressed, she look in the mirror, she say, you something, you look good. You pretty bitch. I mean, <laughs> and maybe you don't want to call yourself a pretty bitch, but you look yourself in the mirror and you be like, you a pretty girl. Yeah. You a, you a handsome man. You ain't got to do that in front of your friends because they might think you crazy. So do it by yourself. But you, you <laughs> encourage yourself that you look good and that makes you feel good and it makes you do good by yourself. Okay. But fall in love with you because nothing is better than a happy, healthy you. That's yes. attractive. It is. But then also when you fall in love with yourself, you know what you're going to expect. Oh, you know yeah. what you want out of a relationship. Definitely. You know what you're going to take and what you not going to take your relationship. You you know that once you meet somebody and they show up, they show these signs of they don't give a fuck about you, it's so easy to cut that person off and say, "Uh, you know what? Mm, I love myself enough to know when to walk the fuck away." I agree with that. Like I think self-love promotes self-awareness and when you have that self-awareness you just don't take the shit you once did like my thing is okay i got duped y'all i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with y'all out there i feel like we good now we've been together we, we besties we, we 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 besties now um we just talking around the table you know drinking wine but i'm telling you i believe that if you can work on you and you're focused on yourself and you can do good by yourself, man, look, you were duped once. You're not going to get duped again. You right. can't. Now, if in the process of you being vulnerable and you out there and you get hurt, grow up. It's, it happens. People still lie. It's okay. And I wish I could tell you the, the 10 signs of a liar. <laughs> no, I, can't, I don't know them because I'm not a liar. <laughs> 
I can tell you what I've seen, but some people have some elaborate ruses out here messing with people's life. You're using these just these old words, ruses and tantry. What else is going to come out your mouth? Don't no know. comment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'll be feeling later. <laughs> we'll see what the Stella Rosa Black says. <laughs> But oh, anyway, that's what we're drinking too. Stella Rosa Black. Stella Rosa Black. <laughs> Sponsor us. Go ahead. Okay, so that was all about loving yourself first, because you really have to love yourself first. Otherwise, you will take on idiots. There, there will be people who will prey on people who don't know themselves. So they will come into your life and dictate what you what they feel you should be thinking, you should be knowing. But once you once you start loving yourself and do whatever, you got also have to make sure that your space becomes your sanctuary, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to make sure that aligns with like creativity plays a big part in how to work through challenges. So we accept so we can accept them. So whether what whether it's drawing, singing, dancing, journaling, which Trissy Lynn does a lot. Yes, she does. Our painting, you had to find an outlet and just let it rip. Like you need to find that sanctuary. This is what I did in my house. It took me a while. Like I told you last time, it took me over a year to realize in my new house, I can decorate how the fuck I want to decorate mm-hmm. it. Took me a while to realize that shit. So I got a basement and I told my kids, this basement has one room. This is going to be my sanctuary. And I did. I bought everything for my sanctuary. I made it my meditation room. I got my tapestries on the wall. I got my meditation pillow. I got my mood lighting down downstairs. I got my bed in case I want to meditate on my bed and fall asleep. I got all that going for myself. And also it helps me my writing. I wrote, I've been writing poems and short stories and stuff like that for the last seven, eight months. It took me that long to even start getting that creativity just flowing in my brain again, like something unlocked and it just started flowing. Okay. Let me tell you about my sanctuary, right? Before, when I moved out of the house, when my husband decided he wanted to get a divorce. Ex-husband. Ex, because no. When my ex-husband <laughs> decided he wanted to get a divorce, I moved out, right? And before I moved out, I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. The second I moved out and I moved into my own space, I called my place the place of peace. It was the first time in almost four years I felt like I could breathe in my own house. Mm, It was this sanctuary of there was no, there was nothing negative going on. There was nothing that hurt me. There was nobody here who did me wrong. It was just a place of happiness and a peace. And if I wanted to fall asleep on my couch, I could. Or if I wanted to walk around the house naked, I could. Or if I wanted to sit on the balcony and relax, I could. None of those things affected anybody else. Not once did I have to explain this or explain that. My home became my place of peace. And that's when I knew that I was going to get a divorce. Like up until that point, I didn't really know. I thought, okay, yeah, I was thinking about it. But that's when I knew, when I knew I had more peace in in my apartment by myself, I knew I could never live with him again. That's when I, like, it was crazy because the self-care in that manner, it kind of started in the space of sanctuary. And then I kind of got all of those other things that kind of, kind of came together. But I'm telling you, finding a place that you can lay your 
let your hair down yeah. and relax and you know it's a safe space. And now what's funny is when people come into my space, I feel like I can just welcome them. Mm-hmm. There's no mess. There's no ugliness. It's just a happy place to be. There's no shoes on the bathroom rugs. Just that. Just that. <laughs> that, that one place I'm crazy. No, for me... For my when I got my new house, me and my kids, it was great. No one knew where I lived for the first year. No one had my not even Tracy Lynn. No one had my Nobody. address. No one knew. I didn't even tell you when I moved for a, at least about four months before I even said anything about anybody because it was a summertime and I was able to sit there and oh meditate on my backyard and feel the breeze and just be there and not have the drama. Like I felt in my old house that it was so much of him everywhere mm, that yeah. it just, I had to get rid of it and I had to start over again. I had to do what I had to do to make myself feel at peace in my own home. And there was no other feeling. So I agree with you. There's no other feeling than having your own space. And it can be anywhere. Even if, if you can't get a whole nother, you can't relocate, find space in your room. Make sure that space yeah. is clean. Make sure that space has positive um, quotes on the walls. Or make sure it has pretty pictures. Or it has music you can listen to. Just make that space your own so you can actually feel free. And it can be the most freeing space ever, you know? And even if you're in a relationship, make sure you have somewhere that you can actually get to know yourself or reconnect with yourself and keep that in mind always. And look, your safe space might have trap music and that's okay too. (laughs) That's okay. It's okay with a little twerk. Hey man, do it. You gotta, you gotta do what you. We're not saying you find it our way. You just find it. Whatever that looks like for you and yours, you just gotta find it. That's what's important. The finding of the place without, you know, the regimen. You find what makes you happy because only you will figure out what makes you happy. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're not experts. We're just giving you pointers and tips that helped us. Oh, yeah. So we're hoping to help somebody else. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay, so after you do your sanctuary thing and you find your space, however big or small it may be, hell, your sanctuary could be your fucking car. It could be whatever you want it oh, to yeah. be. But once you figure that out, the next thing you do in self-care is reconnect with your friends. Oh, this was big for me. Reconnect with your friends. This could be anything from a coffee with a girlfriend, joining a softball league, teaming up with a friend to go for a hike or learning a new hobby with a group. Even if you don't click with everyone, at least you trying to learn a new skill. Just go out and be be with the world. Connect with people. Again, build that trust because somewhere along the line, you, I think you've lost that trust for other people. And just when you start losing yourself. So you need to find, what's it, what's it called? Find your, find your tribe. That's what it is. You need to find your tribe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Find your tribe. And those people are your encouragers. They're your people who are in your back, no matter what. They're the one who keep encouraging you to keep pushing forward and do you. Remind you that you pretty. Remind you that you're great. That's that's the people you need in your life. I literally went from working so much that I never saw any of my friends to 
Now I'm doing a podcast with with my oldest friend. Like we've been <laughs> friends for so long, but just having that freedom to be able to do that. But that's so funny. That's how I ended up reconnecting with a coach on a friend level. But like, I literally just started having lunch with people who I hadn't seen in years. Like people would be like, Hey, you want to go to lunch? I'm like, yeah. Where do you want to go? Team food. Team food. I like to eat. Um, I started drinking again. That was nice. Um, discovered some things I really liked. Um, but no, seriously. But like, literally, I was so open to just hang out with people who I hadn't hang- hung out with. People that I got to talk to that I hadn't talked to in years. Just things that it was really nice to connect with friends. Like, that has probably been my favorite part of being a uh, single is reconnecting with my friends. And just since we live in Atlanta, best thing about Atlanta is there is so much cool stuff to do. Like two weeks ago, I went to a concert with my mom. I've always wanted to see Smokey Robinson. So I took my mom to see Smokey Robinson, who I'm like obsessed with. And it was amazing to do. And what I really enjoyed about that was that was something I wouldn't have been able to do before, but something that I really, really enjoyed. Like I like going to the movies. I had a coworker of mine like, like, hey, let's just go to a movie. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. But it's nice to be able to be free to kind of go and do what you want to do whenever you want to do it. It is. It is. So the next thing we talk about is getting back out there when the time is right. Mm-hmm. We may have to jump the gun a little bit the last couple of weeks and talk about that because we're going through the dating shit and we had to get it off our chest. Oh, yeah. But oh yeah. after you take care of yourself and get to know yourself, I think it's time to put yourself out there and try to date again. Okay. That's a big step. And if you listen to our previous podcast, you would know how we feel about dating, especially in motherfucking Atlanta. Oh. So we want to talk most about in this podcast is about self-care. Don't forget yourself. No, you are your most prized possession. Yeah. So don't ever let someone suck the life out of you to the point where you wake up every day and you wonder what the fuck is wrong with me. Don't do that. Take care of yourself because you're worth it. Everything you do is great. You're talented. No matter what you may see, you're talented. Whether you can talk your ass off, dance your ass off, Mm -hmm. you can sing your ass off, paint your ass off, whatever case may be, you got a gift inside you. Yeah. Find that gift. That gift is what makes you happy. That gift is what sent that sets you free. It, it makes you different from everybody else. Do what you need to do to make yourself happy. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Is it is that you're happy? It's okay to be selfish. It's it's okay to be selfish. And anyone who tells you otherwise, mm, you can cut them off. Because no one needs that negativity. Girl, let me tell you something. Sometimes I've realized in this whole life, just post uh, post relationship, very clear, very clear, very clear. A lot of clarity came to me. I said, you know what? Anybody can get put off this high. If you're not about forward motion with me, being, you know, I'm helping you, us working together. Anybody can be put off this island. I don't care if you my sister. If you're not about moving this train forward, if you're not about I'm encouraging you, you encouraging me, we running together, you have got to make sure your tribe is really on the up and up with you because you're, it's going to be really hard for you to keep a high self-worth if you got people who constantly are tearing you down. True. Like, oh, you deserve that, girl. Like, that was a good man. I don't know. I, I 
actually had a couple people that I will, you know, leave them out of this, but I don't really fool with them no more. Cause they really came at me like, mm, I mean, he was a good husband. You sure you want to leave him? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he did yeah. take you on trip. Bitch, I went on trips before I met him. I had a passport since I was 22 years old. You tried it, ho. I've been seeing the world. Is she feeling this type of way right yeah, now? Yeah, no, because that right there I don't do. Because <laughs> I feel like I, in my sure. whole life, I try to be people's champion and their cheerleader. And for somebody to tell you that when you didn't told them what you've been through and they like, oh, I went through worse. Well, you a fucking idiot. I'm not. <laughs> I'm good. Oh my gosh. I do not like people who do that. The one-uppers. What the fuck is up with the one-uppers? Don't let, don't have a one-upper in your group. Don't. Just Rock don't. They ass. Don't. I don't care who they are. They can be your mama, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your daddy, whoever, your best friend, whatever. If there's somebody in your life that's always, well, I've been through worse. Well, I've seen worse. Oh, I can do this. I can do that better. Fuck you. Yeah. That shit is poisonous, bro. Yeah. That is poisonous. If some Somebody is always trying to, and, and it's the worst when they try to one up your pain. <sighs> like, bitch. What? How? Okay, now you tripping. Now it's just not like, oh, girl, I got you. I've been through that. You know, we gonna get through this together. Because I feel like that was you. Through this process, I feel like you were never like, well, I don't know. You were always like, girl, I got you. We gonna do this. It was a championing effort. But did I, did have I cut a motherfucker too? That was like, well, girl, you know, you can't even talk about what you currently in. Because you want to tell me about your ex-boyfriend once removed sister cousin? <laughs> Bitch, get off my phone. Because I can't talk to you no more. <laughs> what? I hate that shit. I, I mean, that right there is probably one of my biggest pet peeves. Because I feel like I say this to my sister and we laugh about this. Sometimes I be like, it ain't their moment. It's not your moment. Let people have that goddamn moment. Yes. It's not always about you. That's being self-centered. Oh, that's yes. being self-centered. That's, that's being like, I'm telling you about my failing marriage and you want to tell me about your ex-boyfriend that cheated with a girl on the internet. This is not the same, bitch. <laughs> your ass is crazy. Crazy. Oh, I had a good one-up story. And I just completely forgot about it because that's oh, Stella so Rosa. That's Stella Rosa kicked in. Ain't nothing but you. Oh. I was trying to remember when you said that. I was like, God damn. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? That black okay. gotcha. That black thing got that in black my veins. <laughs> Okay, so on this podcast, we talked about, on this episode, we talked about self-care and the difference between selfishness mm-hmm. and self-centered. Again, we are we don't work for Webster. No. We making our own shit up. Yeah, grills it's, and heels. Not it's Webster. up to you to figure this shit out yourself because what? You are motherfucking grown at this yes. point. Yeah. So make up your own mind. Yeah. Don't take everything we say to heart either because sometimes it's not all about you, but the shoe motherfucking fits. Where that, that bitch all that bitch. <laughs> so you just listened to Grills and Hills podcast with your hosts Tracy Lynn and Rebecca Scott. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Catch us on our next episode where we talk about even more creative topics. 